The following shear is recorded, edited, and presented to you by Kol Halashon. We wish you an enjoyable and meaningful time listening. Start your day the Torah way. Northwest London. Choftes Adar. Wednesday, the 25th of March, 2020. Rabbi Matasio Lawrence. The power of the Ketoris. B'Sha'as HaMagefa. Good morning. Um, I would like to speak today about a topic which um, has received a little bit of uh, publicity. The concept of saying the Ketoris B'Sha'as HaMagefa. Um, which is brought in many forum as an exceptionally important thing to do. Um, at the difficult times um, that we live in. I'd like to go through the Makoris um, from the Pesukim, from Chazal, and from later Svarim, so we can try to understand a little bit what this is all about. The topic of the Kutairis um, really starts in Pasha's Tetzaveh. Pasha's Tetzaveh um, is a Pasha which deals mainly with the, um, the big day Kahuna. Within the Pasha of the um, big day Kahuna in Pasha's Tetzaveh, the Pesach brings the mitzvah of building the Mizbeach of the Ketoris. The Pesach says, this is Perek Lamed Pesach Aleph to Yud. Vasita Mizbeach, Mikta Ketoris, Atzei Shittim Taaseo Yisoy. The Torah brings the command to build a Mizbeach, a Mizbeach for offering up incense, for offering up Ketoris. Atzei Shittim Taaseo Yisoy. You should make it from acacia wood. Later the Pesachim say, Vehikte Olav Aroin Ketoris Samim, Baboike, Baboike, Behetivoi, Esanirois, Yaktireno. On it, that Aaron Hakoyen should burn the Kotoires every morning at the time when he's tending to the lamps of the menorah. And when Aaron Hakoyen is tending to the lamps of the menorah, in the early after, in late afternoon, early evening, Yaktireno, he should also offer the Kotoires as well. There has to be a regular offering of the Kotoires in front of Hashem for all your generations. The Pesach then continues, And Terry commands that this Mizbech must not be used for anything else but the Kotoires, not for an Oilov, not for a Mincho, any kind of Nesech, which is a libation. None of these Korbanas must be brought on the Mizbech of the Kotoires, with the exception of the Yom Kippurim. next Pesach goes on to explain there was a mitzvah that the Kayan has to bring from the Dam Chatos HaKippurim once a year, and that is on Yom HaKippurim. This is the mitzvah that we have in the Torah of building Mizbech HaKotoris. The Pasuk here does not explain what the Kotoris actually is. Slightly later, in the same Perik, Shmois Perik Lamud, Pasuk Lamud, Talamud Ches, we are given the mitzvah of actually making the Ketoris itself. Vayoyma Hashem al-Moshe, kach lecho samim, take for yourself herbs, notof, v'shechiles, v'chelbono, 
Samim Ulevoyne Zako, Bad Bad Yehyeh. The Torah lists four herbs that have to be, be, be ingredients as part of the Torah. Chazal from the way the, the Posuk is written, that actually there's 11 ingredients, four are mentioned in the Posuk. And Chazal learn by the process of, of Drosha that actually there's meant to be 11 ingredients of the Torah. And we are commanded in Pasuk Lamatev, Asis Oysa Kateres, Roikach Masi Rekeach, Mamula Toha Kodesh. We're commanded that we have to make the Kateres as, as a compound. Roikach is a compound, Masi Rekeach, expertly blended together, Mamulach Toha Kodesh, which has been refined and it's pure and it's holy. So, the Pasuk continues, Pasuk Lamed Vav, V'shachakto mimenu hadeik, V'nosato mimenu d'fnei ha'edus v'ayomoyed, Asher iva ilacho shomo, K'edish kodoshim ti yelochem. You should take some of it into a powder, beat it up, crush it up into a powder, and put it before the edus in the Elmoyed, where I will meet with you, and it should be most holy to you. Then the Pasuk says, V'hakatoyosh asher ta'aseh b'maskunto, lo'isansu lochem, K'edish ti yelocho l'Hashem. The Pasuk says that one is not allowed to make a replica of the Kateris in the same proportions. For example, if one wanted to make it from one's own um, smelling, to smell it in one's house as a, as a fragrance, this would not be allowed because the Torah has commanded over here one is not allowed to make a replica of the Kateris with the same ingredients in the same proportions. Um, I did notice that um, there was a shear given about uh, a year ago by Rabbi Josh Frankel, um, where he explains the whole Indian of the um, specific ingredients of the Kotoiris and other Indianim connected to Kotoiris, uh, which is definitely worthwhile listening to um, to understand what the Kotoiris was, was made up of. This shear is going to focus on the specific schooler of the Kotoiris, Bishar Samagefo. The schooler and I use the word schooler very carefully. Today we're um, perhaps bombarded sometimes with things that are described as schoolers, some which have authentic Makoiris and some which do not have authentic Makoiris. But the schooler of the Katoiris is something which is clearly based in, in the Torah, in Chazal, in Rishonim, and in later Poiskim. And this is what we're going to discuss today, because we're living in times where, as we all know, there's very little that we ourselves can actually do we can take every precaution that we need to do in order to protect ourselves from this terrible Magaifa which is affecting the entire world. But in terms of what we can do actively, there's very little that we can do. However, Chazal has given us, perhaps we can call it an antidote, in the concept of the Katoires. And we're going to understand how this can be relevant to us, both on a practical level, even though we cannot offer the Katoires itself today. We don't have a Mishkan, we don't have a bit based on Migdash. But there is a, a way that we can substitute for that by saying the Parshas HaKotoyres and the Pitam HaKotoyres, which we're going to learn where this comes from, what this is all about. And perhaps conceptually, what underlies this idea, that we shouldn't consider it just as a, perhaps a magic wand where we say the Katoyres and hope for the best, that everything will be fine. No, there is a deeper understanding as to what the Katoyres is all about and why it has the power to, to help and to stop a magaifa, a plague, which occurs in Klausul, Rahman al So, for this, we need to turn to Parshas Koirach. 
the Pasha's Kairach, in Bamidba Yud Zion, the Torah has described the whole story of Kairach. The Torah describes how Kairach and his men have been swallowed up in the ground. And the Pasuk then continues, which is in Perek Yud Zion Pasuk Vov, Vayiloinu Koladas Bnei Yisrael, Mimochras Al Moshe Va'aroin. All the congregation of Bnei Yisrael complained the next day against Moshe and Aaron. Lamer, and they were saying, Atem Hamitem Es Am Hashem. You have put to death, you have killed the people of Hashem. Vayihi, and it was, Vayikohel Ha'idah Al Moshe Va'aroin. When the congregation was gathering against Moshe and Aaron, Vayifnu El Oymoyed, and they turned towards the Oymoyed, Vayhinei Kisoe Ha'onon, and the cloud was covering it, Vayirok Void Hashem, and the Glory of Hashem appeared. Vayavoy Moshe va'Aaron apnei Ol Moed. Moshe and Aaron came to the front of the Ol Moed. Vayadabai Hashem and Moshe leimoy. Hashem said to Moshe, saying, Heroimu, stand clear, mitoich ha'ida from this community hazoyis, va'achaleu yisom kuraga, and I will destroy them in an instant. Vayiplu apneihem. Hashem became angered, kabiyochol, by the fact that the Adas bnei Yisrael were complaining against Moshe Rabbeinu and against Aaron Cohen, and Hashem said that he's going to destroy the people. Moshe said to Aaron, take the firepan, and place on it some fire from the Mizbeach. Place in it, and go quickly to the community, to make an atonement for them. Because wrath, wrath, anger is coming forth from Hashem, the plague has begun. The plague has begun. And he ran in the midst, into the midst of the community. And behold, the Negev, the plague, had started Ba'om amongst the people. And he placed the Ketoyos and he atoned for the people. And he stood between the dead ones and the live ones. And the Magefa stopped. And the number of people who were killed in the Magefa in that plague was 14,000 700. In addition to those who had died directly because of the matter of Koyrach. Aaron returned to Moshe at Pesach to the entrance of the Almoyed, and the plague stopped. What others translate at the point when the plague had stopped, then Aaron returned to Moshe at Pesach Almoyed. There are two different translations. So we see from this postal over here. When a Magaifa was unleashed against those who complained, those from Claudius Yisrael who complained against Moshe and against Aaron, a Magaifa was unleashed. Moshe Rabbeinu quickly acted, told Aaron Akoyed that he has to take Ketoyres. This was not the regular offering of the Ketoyres, which took place twice a day, as we read before, in the Mishkan. This is a special hayro, a special psak that Moshe Rabbeinu gave to Aaron Akoyed to take the Ketoyres, put it in a fire pan, burn the Ketoyres, and the Magefa stopped. So, from these psukim here, we see the specific koyach of Ketoyres to be able to stop a Magefa, 
somehow Moshe Rabbeinu knew about this and he communicated and he transmitted this idea to Aaron Akoyen. Where did Moshe Rabbeinu know this from? We don't find in the Pasuk here that Hashem commanded him to do this specifically. Moshe Rabbeinu seemed to know about this and he commanded this to Aaron and Aaron carried it out and it was successful. So if we look to Rashi, Rashi on that Pasuk, the Alehem, which is on Pasuk Yud Aleph, Rashi says, Roz there Mosaloi Malachamovis. The Malachamovis handed over, transmitted, conveyed this secret to Moshe Rabbeinu, Kishaola Narakia. When Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shamayim, Shahakatoires Oitza Hamagefa. The Katoires has the ability to stop, to hold Hamagefa, Kidisa Bemasech the Shabbos. As the Gemara says in Masech the Shabbos Daf Peites. The Gemara in Shabbos Daf Peites tells us of a conversation which took place between the Malachim and the Kodesh Baruch Hu regarding the Torah, whether the Torah should come down to, to, to us, whether it was something for human beings. And eventually, it was clearly explained to the Malachim, yes, the Torah belongs on earth. And the Gemara says, Miyad kol echod ve'echod Immediately, every single one of the Malachim became a friend of Moshe Rabbeinu and gave him over some kind of matter, some kind of thing, some kind of secret of some kind. And the Gemara lists some of these things and the Gemara continues and says, Even the Malachamoves gave over and transmitted something to Moshe Rabbeinu. What was that? So the Gemara says, we find Moshe Rabbeinu had told Aaron Akayin, Aaron Akayin to take the Gatoires and atone for the people. And Aaron Akayin did that. And Aaron Akayin stood between the Mesim, between those who had died and those who are still alive. And if it wasn't for the fact that Malacham Oves had communicated this to Moshe Rabbeinu, how would he have known? So Moshe Rabbeinu, as we saw from the Pasuk before, was not given a specific, civilly a specific instruction from Hashem to tell Aaron to use the Ketores to stop the Magefa. Where did Moshe Rabbeinu know this from? The Gemara in Shabbos, Tafpeitah, Aleph tells us that he heard it from, from the Malach Hamovis himself. The Malach Hamovis was forced to give over his secret that even though the Malach Hamovis has a power to kill, the Malachamoves was forced to give over his secret how to stop the plague. And this secret Moshe Rabbeinu took down with him and communicated to Aaron Akoyen at the correct time. The Nitziv in the Hamikdava points out an interesting Ha'ora. The Nitziv says, Even though an Issa was done, a prohibition was done at this point because the Ketoiris is part of the Avoidah in the Mishkan, in the Beis HaMikdosh. And this Ketoiris that was offered here by Aaron HaKoyen, that was burnt by Aaron HaKoyen, was not part of the Avoidah, the Beis HaMikdosh. It was done outside the Beis HaMikdosh, outside the Mishkan at that time. And it's Ketoiris Zoro. It wasn't really something which is part of the daily Avoidah. Pikoch Nefesh, Pikoch Nefesh, as we know, is Doicher everything, except Gimel Averus Chamuroyz. And because Pikoch Nefesh is Doicher HaKoyl, 
Arun HaKoyen had the, the right and the chiyuv, the obligation, to take the Ketoyres and off the Ketoyres at this point in order to stop the Magefa. And he has that ability to stop that Magefa even though it's done outside the Mishkan. So these are the Pesukim that we see which tell us that um, Aaron Akoyan knew, communicated to him by Moshe Rabbeinu who himself received it from the Malach HaMovis himself that the Ketoyres has the ability to stop a Magefa. If we continue the Rashi on that Pesuk, Rashi based on a mechil to elaborate a little bit on what took place over here between the Malach HaMovis and Aaron HaKoyen. Aaron HaKoyen grabbed the Malach HaMovis and he restrained him against his will. The Malach said to him, Let me go, allow me to do my shlichus. I have a shlichus from Hashem to carry out this mageva, mageva and to kill people. Let me go, you're stopping me from doing it. Aaron Akrayan said to him, Moshe Tzivani L'Akeval Yodcha, Moshe Rabbeinu has commanded me to stop you. Omaloi, so the Malach HaMovis said to Aaron Akrayan, Ani Shluchai Shumakroi V'Ato Shluchai Shumoshe, I am a Shlich of Hashem, I am the agent, the emissary of Hashem, and you are merely the Shlich of Moshe Rabbeinu. So clearly we have to listen to me, we have to listen to Hashem, said the Malach HaMovis, because I'm the Shlich of Hashem, you're just the Shlich of Moshe Rabbeinu. So Aaron Akhoyim responded to the Malach HaMovis, Oma loi, e Moshe oime klum miliboi, elome pi hagvura. Moshe Rabbeinu does not say anything of his own accord. Moshe Rabbeinu only says things from the gvura. He only communicates things that have emanated directly from Hashem. Im marmin, if you do not believe, hari HaKadosh Baruch Hu, o Moshe, a Pesach Oyomayet. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Moshe, are by the opening of the oil mayad, the entrance of the oil mayad. Boy imi usha'al, come with me, and we'll ask the zehu shenema, and this is what the Pesach says, Vayashav Aaron and Moshe. Aaron returned to Moshe. So, this is a slightly different understanding of what happened over here, but again, Aaron Akayan was saying that he had direct understanding from Moshe Rabbeinu, who had it from Hashem, that the Ketoyres has the ability to stop the Magefa. How do we understand the ability of the Ketoyres to stop the Magefa? And how is this relevant to us? Because we don't have the Ketoyres today. What can we do? So, in terms of the second question, what can we do? We don't have the Ketoyres nowadays. So we're all familiar with the concept of Unashalma Parim Sfarsenu. There was a postak in Hoshea, it's Hoshea Perek Yudalad, Perek Gimel, which concludes with the word Unashalma Parim Sfarsenu, which literally means that our lips will substitute for the cows. And the Medrash, the Psiktator of Kahana, Chof Dalad Yudtes, says in explaining this expression, Omar Rabbi Yavo, Mi Meshalei Moisom HaPorim Shehayunu Makrimu Nefonecho What is going to substitute for those cows that we used to offer up in the Beis HaMikdosh? We haven't got a Beis HaMikdosh anymore. What's going to substitute for those cows that we used to offer up in the Beis HaMikdosh? Sefoseinu, our lips. Our lips have the ability to compensate, to substitute for the Korbonus which we used to offer up in the Beis HaMikdosh. 
by davening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that is in place of the Korbanus which took place. We don't have the ability to bring Korbanus anymore, but with Tefillah we can substitute. That's one idea. The Gemara and Megillah Daflam and Allah from the base, in the conversation between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Avraham Avinu, Hashem says, Kvati kanti lahem seda korbonos. Ramavina was worried about what about the time when there is no base hamigdash. Hashem says, Kvati kanti lahem seda korbonos. I have been masakein the seda ha korbonos. There's parshias which list the details of the korbonos. Kozman shakorim bahen. Whenever you read these korbonos, male ani alehem ki idu makrivim lefonai korban. Hakadosh Baruch Hu considers it as though we are actually offering the korban to him. And I forgive them, I forgive Klali's soul for all their sins. So we have two Makoyris over here, which tell us very clearly that even though we do not have a base on Midash, and even though we do not have the ability to offer up Kobonas, but by saying the Kobonas, and by davening, we can substitute for that, and achieve the same effects that the Kobonas were able to achieve. And specifically, when it comes to the Ketores, which is part of the Avoida and part of the, part of the Karbonas, we find many Svarim telling us that in the same way that offering the Ketores had various schoolers attached to it, one of which is the fact that it's able to stop a Magaifo. So, so too, when we say the Parashas HaKetores and the Pitam HaKetores, which is the Brisa, which is in the Gemara, Krisa stuff of and the Gemara tells us all the details of the Ketoris, which is printed in Asidurim, in Korbonus, and also after Shacharis in a shortened form. By saying the Parshas HaKetoris and the Pitam HaKetoris, we can, amidst Hashem, achieve the same effect that offering the Ketoris did B'Sha'as HaMagefo. And I'll quote to you from the Zoya. The Zoya, it's quoted in the Sefer Kav Hayosho. It's the Zoya Parshas Vayero, which brings a story which says the following. Rabbi Acha have a the Kfar Tarsha. Rabbi Acha came to a town, a village called Tarsha. And also the Gabi Yushpiza, he came to the inn where he was staying, Lechisho Aleko Bene Moso. All the people of the town were whispering, Omru Gavu Rabba Oso Lehocho. Great man has come here, Nezer Lagabe. Let's go to him, let's go and visit him. They went and they said to him, They were in a tremendous sorrow. A tremendous tragedy was going on in the city where they were. Because a plague had been going on for seven days. And every day the plague was getting worse and worse. Stronger and stronger. So he said to them, let's go to the base Haknesses. And we will daven us rachamim from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He said, "Let's go to shul and let's daven. We have to ask Hakadosh Baruch Hu to stop this magefa." But before they even got to the shul, the people came along and reported that so and so had died. So and so was about to die. Noitim lamus. So the Achas said, "There's no time to waste. This is a shas at the chak." He said, and he instructed to gather together forty men from the city, from the Chassidim with Sadiqi Ha'ir. 40 men from the city, from the Tzadikim, the Chassidim of the ear. 10 from each side of the city, the north, south, west, and east. And he said he would go with them, and they should go to each side of the city, 
ויומר בכוונה גדולה עניוני כתוירס בוסמים ועניין הקורבנות. They should go and say בכוונה גדולה ועניונים את הכתוירס and the קורבנות. They went and they did it for three days and then afterwards he was able to say happily we can go back home because the Gezeira has been annulled. And even those people who were actually on their deathbed, who were going to die, they were seriously critically ill. They can go home. And he said they should continue to say the Ketores. These are the psukim from Pasha's Koirach that we saw. So in addition to the Ketores that we've seen the parshas of the Ketores in parshas Kisisa, he also commanded to say the parsha of the Ketores, the Aaron HaKohen is described as using the Ketores to stop the Magaifa. And that's what they did. And the death plague was annulled. And it seems afterwards that he became weak, he was upset that perhaps people hadn't done tshuva enough to just utilize the school of the Ketores, but they hadn't done tshuva. But then he heard a voice coming and he was commanded the same as you've done in this place go and do it in another town as well so he received a haskoma so to speak that this was the correct thing to do so even though obviously in these type of dire situations that we find ourselves in everybody has to have to has to daven well and everybody has to do tshuva and everybody has to do whatever they can to improve in every way that they can, but saying the Ketores, they say the Parshas HaKetores, and the Pitam HaKetores, is tremendously important. This is quoted in other forum as well. The Teures HaOila, which is what we're going to conclude with, is a safer from the Ramah, where the Ramah explains the Indian of many of the Korbanas, all of the Korbanas, including the Ketores. And the Ramah explains that the Ketores, which is made up of 11 different ingredients, represents the totality of Klal Yisrael, all the different streams within Klal Yisrael. And we are commanded to take them and blend them together into one compound. And the Ramah explains that when this is done and this is offered to Hashem, he says, She Yisrael him dugmas haktoires. Klal Yisrael is a dugma of the Ketoires, symbolized by the Ketoires. Ru'uyim sheteyotze hamagifel bifrat. This itself, by bonding together all of Klal Yisrael, together, and taking all the good acts, and the upright acts, and the pleasant behavior of Klal Yisrael, and blending it all together, says the Ramah. This is the Ramah from Shulchan Aruch. It is safe for Torah Sa'ila. When there is shalom between people, Ain the Sotan the Katrig Alehim. The Sotan doesn't have the power to be Makatrig. And he goes on to explain that that's why it was Aaron Akoyan specifically who had to offer the Katoris over here to stop the Magefa in Pasha's Koirach. Even though it was Moshe Rabbeinu who had the secret, Moshe Rabbeinu himself didn't do it. It was Aaron Hakoyan did it. Why? Because Aaron Akoyan, as we know from Chazal, was the Roidev Shalom. He was the one who was Roidev Shalom. He was the one who went around stopping Machloikes, healing rifts between people, and improving the society. That was Aaron Akoyan's role. And Aaron Akoyan was therefore the one who was to stop the Magefa by bringing the Ketores. 
says the Ramal Kitzivehu Lahakti Katoris Benigla Ubanista, which I think means to do it Benigla openly, which means by offering the Katoris, doing what he had to do, Ubanista, behind the scenes, to do what needs to be done in order to stop the Magaifa, is not just off the Katoris, but it's what do what the Katoris represents, which is the Hainu Bein Ish Lachaveroi Ulachashkita Machlekes Shahoyabinehem. And to get rid of machlekes between different people, between different factions, between different sections of Klal Yisrael, each which has their own ways and omen hogim. And it's not saying here that each person has to be exactly the same as one another and we can't be different. What he's saying is that there has to be shalom between people. And to link everybody together, to connect everybody together, and through that the machloikis stops, and through that the magefa stops. And there are many other statements from the Zoya, Medrash Tanchuma, all of which speak about the importance of the Katoiris. The Katoiris is considered to be for example, the Medrash Tanchuma says in Pasha Sitzava that the Korbonus of the Nesim were considered to be the most praiseworthy Korbonus. But Lama says in Medrash, because we find that before the Nesim offered their Korbonus, the Pasuk says, So their Korbonus started and commenced with the Katoiris, and that's why they were considered to be the greatest of the Korbonus. And the Medrash Tanchum and Pasha Tetzaveh also mentions, Re'ei Kamal Chorah Shalidei HaKotoiris Netz Tzorah HaMagefor through the Katoiris, the Magefor stop. And it explains much of what we said today. And the Medrash Tanchum there concludes, V'lo Yorodah Shechinah Achehikrives HaKotoiris. When the oil, when the Mishkon was set up and everything was in place and the Kalim were there and the Kalim had their begodim, the Shechti, the Korbonus, and Makri, the Korbonus, they still didn't find the Shechina coming down until they were Makri of the Kotoiris. So there are many, many different skudas. The Shechina comes because of the Kotoiris. We need to bring the Shechina back into our world, the Shechina back into our camps, the Shechina back into our Kehillus. And the way to do this is the Kotoiris. What this means is, even for those who don't have the minic necessarily to say Katoiris every day as part of the, of the davening at the beginning, in these times, and especially as we have extra time, many of us on our hands, so to speak, because people are not traveling, people are not going to work, and people are at home, we have much more time to be able to say daven properly and to, to say the Katoiris. And Mirza Hashem, with the collective efforts of Klali Sol, to say the Katoiris and understand what the Katoiris is, which is very important to try and go through what the meaning of the Katoiris is, but the Ikka is to say it, but Kavona Gadoila, Emit Hashem should be Marachim on us, on all our Kehillas, on the entire world, and heal all the Chaylim who are sick, and the Zechus of this year, and all the other Shiurim, and all the other learning, and davening, and Tfilis, and everything, should be, bring an end to this Magefu, which we are suffering. The shir you've listened to was recorded and edited for you by Kol Halashon. You're invited to continue listening at any time to all the shirim and drushos in all topics by all the rabbanim on Kol Halashon.